This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast brought to you by the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host for the day, Sarah Solomon. Before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to say a quick thank you to the 223 Agency, a digital relations agency helping you maximize and develop your digital footprint. Check them out on the web at 223agency.com. Without further ado, enjoy this episode. I'd like to welcome to the show today our guest, David Falkenberry, President and CEO of FBMC Benefits Management. David, thanks for joining us. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. So if we could go ahead and jump right into it, tell us a little bit about how you made your way to Tallahassee. Yeah, so, um, you know, just like uh, most any person, um, when you graduate from college, even before, you're trying to figure out what you want to do. And... um, I grew up in Pensacola, loved the, the panhandle, and um, had an opportunity to play college golf in Montgomery, Alabama, and I did that and really enjoyed it, but I was studying mathematics, and it wasn't quite right for me, <laughs> and so um, talked to my parents, ultimately went to the University of West Florida in Pensacola and graduated with a degree in finance and accounting and was just like any college graduate looking for a job and um, I found one in Panama City um, and what could be better right uh, young love the beach Panama City it was it was terrific and worked there for a number of years started off as a uh, tax auditor kind of boring stuff but it was a great experience for me because it put me in a lot of different situations and I had to adapt and learn to adapt and and that was good. And um, then in Panama City, ultimately went to work for a company called Sally May. And any of us who have student loans knows about Sally May. Mm-hmm. And was a financial supervisor for them and uh, was recently married at that time. And my wife and I were wanting to get to a little bit bigger market. And so she's from Panama City, me being from Pensacola, we uh, just looked and thought about different cities in the panhandle. We both love Florida State and uh, Tallahassee, so started looking for a job and found one at the Florida Lottery in their inspector general's office, and um, she was able to transfer to Tallahassee, and that's how we got here. That's great. Yeah. So when was that? What year? It was in 1996. Oh, wow. So okay. a long time ago. So I just have to say, we have several things in common because I'm from Panama City and okay. I went to the University of West Florida. Nice. So there's two connections right off the bat. Are you a Bay High uh, grad? I went to Arnold, Panama okay. City Beach. All right. My wife is a uh, Bay High. Great. Yeah. Great. So kind of starting at the Florida Lottery here in Tallahassee, what yeah. kind of progressed from yeah. there? Yeah. So um, with an auditing background I started in the inspector general's office Mm -hmm. and uh, did that for a number of years really enjoyed that and had an opportunity to become their chief financial officer so um, was fortunate to really have a neat job I think uh, being the CFO for the lottery dealing with a bunch of money and also managing games um, which was really cool Uh, and uh, one of the one of the neat things is I was responsible or had the responsibility for meeting the grand grand prize winners when they would wow. come in mm-hmm. and talk to them about transferring the money to their account and how that worked and uh it's quite interesting you could tell the people that were prepared 
and the ones that were not prepared. <laughs> um, and you see the documentaries on TV, and it is so true. You can spot the ones that are going to end up penniless in a few years very quickly. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, so um, was a CFO at the lottery and um, really enjoyed that, but I had just a terrific uh, chance to become a management consultant for a company here in Tallahassee and uh, work on a big initiative of Governor Jeb Bush. Mm -hmm. And um, it's called the People First Project. It was a big HR outsourcing initiative managed by the Department of Management Services. And I was more or less kind of the middle person between DMS, Department of Management Services, and the company that was implementing the big technology and servicing solution company called Converges. And I was kind of the translator. I understood the state side of things, particularly the accounting and finance systems. And uh, I understood the management side and a little bit of HR. So I helped DMS translate what they were talking about to Converges and Converges translate to DMS what they were talking about mm -hmm. and was kind of that middle person. And um, then... Uh, 2007, 2008 came, and uh, we were all affected by it. Um, and uh, the state contract went away, but the state wanted to have me continue on the project and had a, just a great opportunity of, of joining the DMS team and ultimately became their deputy secretary over their HR, um, Florida Retirement System, the state group health insurance and um, then kind of like, oddly fits, but their division of telecommunications. I okay. Kind of like the technology side of things and just had a chance to oversee that area. And uh, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, went through a number of different governors in that role. And then I uh, received a call from a really good close personal friend of mine that said FBMC was looking for a president and CEO. Mm -hmm. And um, I said sure i'll you know go and talk to them and see and now um what is it uh almost 10 years later uh nine years uh, been there and it's been been terrific at fbmc what is the transition like for you kind of going from the public sector into the private sector yeah so that is a awesome question and i will say i was a little naive when i first went into the transition thinking that it was going to be very similar. Mm -hmm. um, and in some ways it is, and in a lot of ways it is not. Um, it's similar in that you're managing people. Mm -hmm. I had great people at DMS, have great people at, at BMC. At the state, you never had to worry about the revenue side of things. Mm. The revenue was going to come in and that was not your responsibility to go and develop business, recruit business, and get money coming in the door. You obviously had to look at the expense side and the efficiency and trying to come up with a better way of doing something. At FBMC, in a private sector business, you clearly have both. Mm -hmm. You've got to um, go and, and uh, solicit for business, uh, bring in new clients and grow. Um, and government is more about seeing how just really tightly, efficiently you can do something and not necessarily thinking about the growth side. Sure. In the private sector, 
in the FBMC, we're constantly looking at investment opportunities, ways that we can grow our business, and also looking for ways to do things more efficiently. Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was something that I obviously knew I was going to to um, uh, be responsible for, but I don't think I was ultimately prepared for um, the initial challenge of having to go out there and solicit sure. and recruit and develop business. And that's that was, I will say, my biggest challenge and one of the most rewarding things that I did because it pushed me to grow and develop in a different way. Sure. I was thinking as you said that, as you know, there's has, has to be some challenges that you maybe hadn't faced going, you know, kind of transitioning the job. I'm sure, you know, many of the qualities and jobs that you had had within the public sector over the years kind of uniquely qualified you to yeah. take on a position. But kind of wanted to go back to the basics of FBMC. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody, which I doubt there is in, in Tallahassee, but if there was somebody who'd never heard of the company, yeah. tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we were started in Tallahassee by a gentleman named Mike Sheridan. Mm-hmm. And Mike uh, continues to be part of the company. He's, uh, he's a terrific man. Um, and he is still on our board of directors um, and a great influence to me and everyone at FBMC. And he had really a vision to start an employee benefits consulting and administrator for public sector. And um, for many, many, many years, our almost exclusive focus was helping public sector clients manage their employee benefits. Mm -hmm. And um, we have been quite successful in doing that. Um, are one of the larger independent employee benefits brokers and consultants in the Southeast and um, have been fortunate to really have great clients in Florida and in Tallahassee. And uh, we were able to capitalize that and grow outside of Florida. Mm -hmm. Right now we have business in West Virginia and Virginia, um, also Colorado, Texas. So um, throughout the country and really, really pleased about that. And at our core, employee benefits is very challenging. There's a lot of regulatory and complexity to it. And we really take an approach of trying to clearly understand what our clients' needs are and then develop customized employee benefit solutions to fit those needs. We um, recently went through a internal evaluation about our marketing and our strategy and uh, during that process we talked to a lot of clients and prospective clients on what was important to them related to their employee benefits and a couple of themes kept emerging Mm -hmm. one of them was protection Uh, they wanted whoever it was that was managing their employee benefits to not only, not only protect them as an employer from the regulatory and all of the compliance-related items, but also their employees. Because when you think about um, health insurance and dental and life insurance and disability, um, when you need those, you really need them. Mm-hmm. And they're there to protect and provide some safety to uh, life, really. Sure. Um, the next one was innovation. And innovation was the next theme. We um, are all part of the whole technology revolution. No matter what type of business you're in, you're being affected by technology Mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form. 
and um, we uh, consistently heard that they, uh, our clients want a partner who is innovative and thinks of a lot of different ideas, whether or not it is technology or whether or not it's coming up a, with a new way of servicing them or working with insurance providers on being creative in how you craft the different plans. So um, innovation is a big uh, focus for us. And the third one is quality. Mm -hmm. And we actually expanded quality to include the word provable in that um, we want to be able to not only just say that we are a quality organization, but we can prove it. And we do that um, with our net promoter score, an idea and concept that is used quite frequently in business to measure how well you're doing. And um, we're, we're incredibly, incredibly proud of our net promoter score. Um, we uh, right now are just closing out our evaluation in, for 2019. And when I was talking to my team earlier today, we were at a 85 net promoter score, Wow! which is just, I mean, I could not be happier. It's just fantastic. When you look at um, the industry and other industries, 85 is, is, you know, not to toot our own horn, but it's, it's outstanding. Sure. So it's all from, from the team that we have at our company and, and the dedication that they have. Sure. You talk a lot about your team. Tell me about them. Who, yeah. who makes up FBMC? Um, it's an incredibly dedicated and talented group. And our um, tenure employee is um, over 15 years. And one of the reasons that we have that is we are an employee stock-owned type company. Sure. And the ESOP um, owns approximately 30% of our company. And we believe that that creates a ownership mentality versus, um, you know, maybe a renter's mentality. Anytime that you own something and it's yours, um, just inherently, there's a little bit different feeling that you have when, uh, when you um, are associated with it. And so ownership is a big, big uh, push that we have. And really to, to have every employee think like they were an owner and make decisions like they were an owner. Um, and it's uh, really paid off for us. We have right at 125 employees and about 80 to 85 work in the Leon County area. And the others work throughout Florida and West Virginia and Texas. Um, and just a, just a great group. Um, really, really proud of every one of them and the dedication and hard work that they deliver every day. Sure. What is the culture like for the employees at FBMC? You kind of think about mm -hmm. it from the outside and you think, wow, FBMC is such a powerhouse of a company who, you know, manages other companies' employees and, you know, helps provide those solutions. So yeah. when you are a company that's business is other companies, what's it like to work there? Yeah. Um, we have five values that we use really in, in trying to guide us in every everyday practice. Um, those uh, values are honesty, accountability, inclusiveness, respectfulness, and responsiveness. Mm -hmm. And um, those are our, uh, as I said, guiding principles in how we work. And um, I think we have a pretty fun, but also really service-driven type culture to where we want to 
make sure our clients are receiving the very best service that they can um, receive. I think it's manifested itself in our net promoter score. Mm -hmm. And um, we have a um, workforce that supports one another. And when somebody's having a hard day, somebody needs some help, we, you know, there's a bunch of people that'll, that'll visit and uh, do what they need to, to help them. During what's called open enrollment season, which is when you sign up for your benefits, it's an incredibly, incredibly busy time of year for us. And it's really heartwarming to see the um, attention and, and really uh, cooperation with everyone to get the job done and to make sure that the client is happy and that uh, we exceed their expectations. So hardworking, diligent, dedicated, fun-loving group of folks. Sounds wonderful. So kind of out of all the places that you've lived in the Florida Panhandle and your offices in other states, what do you think makes Tallahassee a good place for FBMC's home base? Yeah, so um, three great higher education um, universities, colleges, etc., that um, produce outstanding talent that we can grow and continue to recruit. Um, in addition, it's really a great place to live. I've, I've got a daughter who's 16, and um, it's a great town to raise a family, not only with um, the school system that we have, but also the culture and the different activities. We're not that far from the beach, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot to do. Uh, if you enjoy sports, there's a lot of sporting activities. If you enjoy culture, the symphony, um, and, and other things. And um, it's, it's just the right size. It's not too big to where it overwhelms you and consumes you, and it's not too small to where there's nothing to do. And it's, uh, it's just right. It's four hours to Atlanta, four hours to Orlando, um, easy, easy uh, drives where you can then, if you want to be in that much larger city, quickly get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tend to think big cities are fun to visit, but Tallahassee is perfect to live. That's right. That's <laughs> a good, good way of describing it's it. It's the Goldilocks yes. aspect there. Yep. Um, so let's talk a little bit kind of about your industry in general. What are some of the successes and challenges that you have? Well, um, the biggest challenge is the rising cost of health care. Sure. And um, we recently did just a quick analysis on health insurance premiums today versus what they will be in the future. And today, a average family premium for health insurance, believe it or not, is around $2,000 a month, which is extraordinarily large amount. If you have a very low medical inflation, and that, uh, say, it's 5%, and we would all be quite happy based <laughs> on the past trend if we keep it at 5%. In 10 years, that premium is going to be over $3,500 a month. Wow. And so when you think about that, um, it's far outpacing a em- uh, employer's ability to manage that. And so our industry is is struggling with how do we consult with our clients on coming up with good, sound, 
creative, innovative ways to manage their employee benefits. And the industry has um, been kind of a victim of our own success in that there's been so many advances in medicine and technology and, and also pharmacy in helping people. And those advancements um, require a lot of capital to develop them. And it means that the price for those services can get really high. Mm-hmm. And so um, as an industry, we, we have to come up with a better way of managing our health and um, controlling our costs. So that's one of the big challenges. The other challenge is how do you integrate um, personal technology that is available for with uh, you know your smartphone or your wearable devices, whether or not it's a Apple Watch type um, um, gadget or even the earbuds. They're, they, it's incredible what's happening with those things and how fast that technology is developing to where it's going to help us manage our, our health conditions. And, uh, and it's really the challenge is how do we bring that to a consumer and then how do we educate the consumer on what to do with it sure. and how they can use it to better manage their own personal health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you think... The near future. What what does the next five years look like for the industry? Um, so I think there's a couple ways that I would split that. One is on the technology side of things. We are going to see in the next five years pretty rapid continual development with um, with smartphones and wearable devices mm-hmm. to where they provide real time data on certain conditions, uh, whether or not it be your blood pressure or um, pulse rate, um, some other type uh, um, kind of measurements that they can do. Um, And then what we are seeing on the employer side of things is ways to educate your employees on all of the benefits that are being developed, whether or not they, they might be um, things as, as uh, kind of helpful as student loan repayment programs. Um, if you're an employer trying to manage your benefits for your employees, it's how do you manage the time off and how do you make sure from a, a kind of a, an emotional and um, uh, kind of balanced work-life sure. side of things that you're not burning out your employees. So a lot of leave policy reviews are happening. And then also a big focus around financial wellness. Mm-hmm. And we know that um, student loan debt is at an all-time high and just climbing. And so you have students graduating from college in, um, in a situation where they have quite a bit of debt. So really helping uh, our clients' employees manage through that and put them in a position where they can better really financially balance their life. Um, Cause that's, you know, I have a 16 year old daughter who's in high school. They're not teaching any personal finance really. Right. And I think that is, that is hurting the, um, the students and it's something that needs to be done somewhere. And um, we're studying that right now at, at the company and seeing how we can partner with banks and other organizations that do that. Sure. 
yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how kind of general things like writing checks kind of fall by the wayside <laughs> as oh yeah as the years get further and further down it's i'm very curious to kind of see what the future looks like in that yep. space um sure. what kind of what is your average size you, you kind of think about employees on different scales small business large business corporations mm -hmm. and when you think about you know benefits management when you have maybe 12 employees it would be rather sure. easy to you know speak face to face with each of your employees but then when you have 2000 it's a yeah. whole different ball game so That's how do you right. kind of manage the size difference no it's a it's a great question and um up until up until a few years ago we the company our company focused more on the larger mm -hmm. jumbo size employers and with the affordable care act the, um, that changed really the the environment for all employee benefits brokers. And so we had a strategy shift to where now we work with any size client and we have clients that um, are as small as three or four or five employees. And we have clients, our largest one, um, aggreg aggregately has over 65,000 employees. Wow. And um, clearly you have to manage them a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. But we work with uh, different partners to where we, we can go out and sit down and have one-on-one -on -one type sessions with their employees. Um, and it doesn't seem possible. And when I joined FDMC, I'm like, that's not possible. <laughs> but then when you start really thinking about the length of time in a day and the number of people that we can bring in to do that, um, we, uh, we, we manage it. We um, generally set up if you're a small employer we'll have one of our folks go out and visit with them and um, speak with them one-on-one -on -one. or we also offer a service center type um, service to where they can call in an employee can call in and we'll answer all of their questions um, we can also preset meetings to where we will call our clients employees and uh, and answer the questions that they have um, and we just bring an army of people during open enrollment and make it happen. And that's part of the magic that we have been able to um, develop with our company. And it's, it's been great. Absolutely. This has been a fascinating conversation and kind of rounding out the discussion. I always like to ask, is there something in your business or industry that you wish more people knew about? Wow. <laughs> so what I would say, and it's, it's dovetailing on my last um, comment, um, there is a tremendous opportunity for employers to partner with a company like FBMC to fully educate their employees on the value of the benefits that their employer works really hard to put together and educate uh, the employees on those benefits and really how to utilize them. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I think that's a important message for um, folks to understand that it is you don't have to just mail out uh, an email that says okay here are the benefits good luck choosing them sure they're really hard to understand mm -hmm. most people um, aren't going to make the, the most educated decision that that they can make and as a result they make may make some bad decisions and that there is the opportunity to, 
to um, to have really educated employees on how to choose the right benefit for themselves and their family. And uh, we, uh, I think we do a great job of that. And um, it's one of the things that I'm really proud of how our team takes it to heart and thinks about it um, as if one of the employees was a family member and they want to make sure that they are educated and knowledgeable on, on how to how to make the best choice. Absolutely. Yeah. If anybody listening to this wants to find out more about you, where can we send them? Yeah, so um, the website is uh, www.fbmc.com and uh, it's a really great website um, right here in Tallahassee and we'd love to to help them any way we can. Sure. We will link that down below so people can find it easily. And we really appreciate you taking the time to join us for the podcast today. We're thankful to have you as a chamber member and as part of our community. So, David, thank you for being here with us today. Well, thank you so much. It's been great. And uh, just love what the chamber does and love Tallahassee. Thank you so much. Thank you, as always, to our listeners for joining us for another episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Jay Revel wasn't able to make it for this one, but he will be back for the next episode. Thank you again to the 223 Agency for sponsoring this podcast, and we encourage you to check them out on the web at 223agency.com. Also, if you'd like to hear more episodes of the Tallahassee Business Podcast, check out our website at tallahasseebusinesspodcast.com or for any of your chamber needs, check out talchamber.com. That's talchamber.com. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time.